When he had gone a little way, Ivan turned to wave farewell, but there was only a little spruce tree that quivered in the wind. He turned and walked on, and after a long time he came to a mountain. It was a hard white mountain, and as he drew near the air grew colder still. At the foot of the mountain was a great high cave with the wind booming in its mouth. Ivan shuddered because he knew that he had come at last to Starjik's land. Inside the cave it was utterly black, the roar of the wind was deafening and it was deadly cold. Ivan stopped. The darkness filled him with dread. He looked back where the grey light spilled a little way into the entrance. He could go no further, must get outside where he could see the sky and the snow and the trees. But his brother must have passed this way. Somewhere in this terrible place the little boy was waiting, waiting for Ivan to come and take him home. He set his lips in a thin, firm line and moved it on into the blackness, holding out his arms before him and going very slowly. The wind howled in his ears and he heard again the laughing voice in it. Something fluttered in his face. He struck at it with his hand and it slid up over his forehead and became tangled in his parka, dragging his hood from his head. At once something else hit him flapping coldly in his hair. Ivan cried out, clawing the thing from his head. It sank needle teeth into his finger and whirled away on the wind. Another one, this time on his chest, he drew up his arms to protect his face. Whatever the things were, they were all around him. He felt the small collisions, felt them cling, fluttering to his clothing. He screamed, but the wind drowned the cry. He whirled round and round, beating at himself to knock them off. And for everyone, he brushed away, there was another one to take its place. He knew that it was hopeless. He put his head down, wrapped his arms around it and went through them. And after a time, the collision stopped. For a long time, Ivan moved onward through the cold darkness. The sound of the wind began to fade. And when he looked back, he could no longer see the light. As he walked, he noticed that the tunnel was becoming higher and wider and he seemed to be moving towards a lighted place. Presently, he stopped, listening intently. Somewhere in front of him, he heard a laugh. It was not a pleasant laugh, like the laugh of someone who is enjoying a good joke. It was cold, flat, a cold, flat laugh, and when it came again, Ivan found himself thinking about the laughter he had heard in the wind last night when he was lost and freezing. As he moved on, the laughter grew louder, and he could hear other sounds too, a swishing noise, and now and then a thin, high scream. The tunnel, which by now was wide and very high, took a sudden turn. The sound seemed to be coming from just beyond the turn. Ivan flattened himself against the wall, peered cautiously round, and almost cried out. He was looking into a great glittering cavern. The floor was blue ice and enormous icicles hung in thousands from the roof. Hard blue light glowed and flickered like cold fire and the wind from the passage moaned around the walls. In the centre of the cavern, its back towards the wall, boy, stood a hideous figure. It was stooped and crooked and its white robe hung in folds from a bony frame. In one hand, it gripped a thin springy rod of the, of, of the kind which Ivan's people used to fish for trout in the river. 
As Ivan watched, the figure turned, pulling on the rod and watching something that fluttered and squealed far up near the roof among the icicles. It was then that Ivan saw what the man was doing, and his heart turned cold. Fishing! The creature was fishing, but not in the water and not for fish. He was fishing in the air, and his victim was a tiny bat that whirled and tugged frantically at the man as the man began to wind in the thin line. But struggle as it might, the poor creature was pulled closer and closer to its monstrous captor, and soon Ivan could see a streak of blood at its mouth from the cruel hook. When the terrified creature was close enough, the man clawed it out of the air, crushed it and dropped it onto the ice where the broken bodies of several others lay. Then he threw back his head and laughed horribly. <laughs>